0: Today's episode of Quick Link Podcast is brought to you by a nice cold pint of Oxford AstraZeneca. Mmm. Hello and welcome to the show. This is the episode for Tuesday, the 23rd of March. Happy Aniviracy, everybody. With the end hopefully in sight, let's lift our spirits by looking at the day's pro cycling action, which featured two TTs. We'll start at Volta Ciclista a Catalunya, the fourth World Tour stage race of the year. Stage two at Catalunya is our most favourite type of stage for the show. An 18.5km individual time trial, out and back from Bagnoles. Why is it our favourite type of stage, you may ask? This. Rohan Dennis of Vinius Grenadiers won with a 22.27, five seconds clear of Remy Cavagna of Ducernic Quickstep, who in turn finished 23 seconds ahead of his teammate, João Almeida. That was easy, wasn't it? Brandon McNulty of UAE Team Emirates was beaten into fourth by a tenth of a second by Almeida. Fifth was Stephen Kruiswick from Jumbo Visma. Three other Ineos riders in the top ten, Richie Porte sixth, Adam Yates seventh, then Josef Cerny of Dukernik in eighth, Astana's Stefan de Bod ninth, and Geraint Thomas tenth. Just 17 riders within a minute of Rohan Dennis's winning time, his 19th TT victory and first since the World Championships in Yorkshire 2019. Here's how that affected GC. 22-year-old Portuguese hottie Joao Almeida now leads to de Quickstep. quick step. Brandon McNulty is second on the same time. Luis Leon Sanchez, who was second from yesterday's break on stage one, is third three seconds back. Kreuzwick fourth, Port fifth. Tomorrow, there's a 203-kilometre stage from Canal Olympic de Catalunya to Volta dos Mil, ending with an 11.4-kilometre, 7.5% average, Hoca category climb to finish the stage. Now it's time for the return of our most popular weekly feature – It's Jez Cox's Racing Tactics A to Z. This week, it's the best of all the letters, G.
1: Hello, Quick Linkers. It is G for getting there. Only 19 more weeks of this to go, which takes us to mid-August by my maths. Man alive, why did I agree to do this? No, G is actually for giving the eyes. Now, a sage old rider once told me that if you are sandbagging, soft tapping, or crystal cranking, you should assure you never make eye contact with the other riders around you for fear they will twig what you're up to. Now, talking of sage, Cicero himself wrote in about 140 BC, that's a long time ago, the face is a picture of the mind and the eyes are its interpreter. And so it stands, of course, that if we hide our eyes to hide our thoughts, that same signaling can be flipped and used to our advantage tactically. Come with me. It's the summer of 1996, and we're deep into the final week of the Tour de France for stage 16, taking the riders from Agen to Lourdes-Hautequin. Those of you who know the stage will know what's coming. Heading into the decisive final climb, a fresh-faced Jan Ulrich in his first Tour de France is setting the pace on the front of a highly select group of favorites. Sat on his wheel is Big Mig, the Spaniard. Miguel Indurain, who has won the preceding five tours. Ulrich's teammate, Bjorn Rees, the Dane, sits last wheel, already in yellow. He rises smoothly from the saddle, and one by one rides up alongside his rivals, showing and slowing each time to try and look each one in the eye. First, the dancing style of Laurent Dufault, then a desperately swinging Luc Leblanc, who looks up as if to see who's there and then quickly down again. Winding on, Reese does the same to the bobbing style of the housewife's favourite, damn, everyone's favourite, a pre-97 Richard Varonc, who revs behind the crab-like style of Fernando Escartin, who is, of course, locked in his own private battle to desperately straighten his stem. It's not working, Fernando. He looks up too and quickly down, but no sooner has he done so than Reese has passed even Ulrich and drifted off, unchallenged and unmatched. He romps on the pedal a few more strokes, and yet now, as if realizing he's forgotten his keys, he eases and swings wide to allow a dutiful Ulrich to retake the front and drive the miserable train past him once again. As Reese begins his looks all the way down the line let there be no doubt what he's saying metaphorically anyway it's quite different to the look which is yet to happen some 10 or more years later between Armstrong and Ulrich no this is far less don't you dare and much more what have you got of course we all know the answer and so do they but the crushing power of the question is of course in its very asking Having drifted right to the back again to find the tail is dripping with Burzins and Luttenburgers, Reese delivers one last blow, and notably, it's still all about the eyes. This time, just as his rivals had done, he looks at no one. Head down in the big ring, riding as close to the elbow of Indurane as possible so as to make latching on a physical impossibility, he rides straight past them all one last time and rides off to victory. Of course, he does not look back. Okay, folks, I know what you're thinking. I know what you want me to say. But come on, over 60% of you will have seen that stage or be googolising it right now, and for good reason. For sheer crushing dominance, it was deadly. And for many, it still remains one of the most entertaining few minutes in Tour de France history. Put aside what may or may not have been behind it and take this away with you. If the eyes are the window to your soul, then use them wisely. Oh, but don't forget to work on your soul, particularly in the off-season. Jez will be back next week with H, and you can
0: catch up with him on Twitter at Jez Cox, J-E-Z-C-O-X, and at JezCox.com. He'll be back on the Eurosport microphones very shortly, and we can't wait. Back to today's racing, and the 36th edition of Sentimana Internazionale Coppa Ibatale. It began today with a double header, the 0.1 ranked stage race is arguably the most important Italian stage race on the UCI Europe Tour, named in honour of Italian legends Fausto Coppi and Gino Bartali. On the menu today was a 98k stage out and back from Gatteo in Emilia-Romagna, taking in the Longiano climb three times. Gianni Moscon was an early casualty, not taking to the start line for Ineos Grenadiers, so let's start the day with six. The stage, of course, went all the way to the inevitable bunch sprint, one on the line by Jakub Maretsko of Vinny Zabu, pipping Mark Cavendish of Dukernic Quickstep, Marius Meierhofer of Team DSM's development squad in third, Luca Cotti from Team Quebec Continental fourth, and Ethan Hayter fifth. The second portion of fun being served up for the riders was then a pan-flat 10.8km team time trial, the first one we've seen this year. Israel start-up nation, including six-time national British champion Alex Dowsett, took the honours with an 11.36, a single second ahead of Astana Premier Tech. Third would Ducernic Quickstep another second back, meaning that with the bonus seconds from Stage 1A, Mark Cavendish is the race leader, two seconds clear of Dowsett, with Dowsett's five teammates in places third to seventh. Tomorrow's second stage is 163 kilometres from Riccioni on the Adriatic coast to finish with five climbs of the Sogliano al Rubicone climb. The men's version of Bruges de Panna is also being held tomorrow, 204km from one city to the other, absolutely flat as a pancake. 2018 winner Elio Viviani is the most recent victor on the start list, with 2019 winner Dylan Groenewegen still suspended by the UCI for another six weeks. And last year's champion Yves Lampert is giving it a miss before he tackles E3, Ghent, Duasdor and the Tour of Flanders over the next fortnight. Smart money there, probably on Sam Bennett, Jasper Philipsen or Pascoe Ackerman. The women's edition takes place on Thursday. So until tomorrow's show we'll see you later bye thanks for listening to Quicklink podcast you can find links to our previous episodes our social media and streaming platforms and contact the team by visiting quicklinkpod.co.uk our velo games code is 572732917 we'll be back tomorrow with your daily microdose of pro cycling news